This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. And today, my guest, Dr. Augie David of Augie David International Ministries, is going to be teaching on certain aspects of the Holy Spirit relating to prayer life. He spoke this to my staff and families at our Wednesday service on June 12, 2019. Now, let's begin. Hallelujah. Let's just pray. Shall we all just stand up for a few moments, please? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Dr. Hansen, I just saw the presence of God come upon you, and the Lord has helped you just to break down one particular barrier or one particular door that seemed to be challenging. But I saw the power of God just come upon you and the angel of God assisting, working with the power of God. There's just one barrier, one aspect of a door that just got knocked down. So there's a penetration that is taking place in order for more of God's glory and God's angels to begin to move in. So there's a piercing of that kind of darkness. I don't know. It's You've already been doing things in the nations. You've already been doing things in governments and all of that. But there just seems to be another area, another level. It's like onion peels. About the time you peel one thing off, you notice there's other levels also. That's why the Bible talks about glory to glory, strength to strength, and faith to faith. About the time you just feel like you've reached a certain pinnacles, levels of success, and you can start taking it easy a little bit, the Lord just says, no, not yet, son. You know, there's more land to be conquered. There's more things to be exploited in the Spirit. The people that know their God, as it says in Daniel 11.34, will be strong and do great exploits. So the exploits in the spirit is just another level of God's operation for you, brother. And each time you gain new ground, the ground that you've already gained will not be lost to the enemy. These are things that you have possessed. It will be solidly under as part of your inheritance. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The things that you possess from the enemy by driving him out, He cannot repossess. That's what I'm sensing from the Lord. Hallelujah. So those things that you've already gained will be always there. But now there's another realm of conquership. Hallelujah. There's been challenges. There's been resistance. But I just saw one big chunk of resistance knocked out of the way. 
and I saw the power of God going in to the next level of the glory of God, to the next level of the faith of God, next level of the strength of God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. You're going to be more and more of a pioneer for opening new doors for many others to follow. And the same scripture that I see, brother, that I shared this afternoon about depression, I also see that for you. Revelations 3.8 Behold, I've set before you an open door and no man can shut it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we praise your holy name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we love you. We praise you. We welcome you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I see the hand of God upon you also, Sister Adela. Thank you, Lord. His presence and His glory is upon you. During this time where you're doing both ministry activities, both in the spirit as well as the the, the, the natural things that uh, you're carrying with regards to the pregnancy and everything else. His hand is upon you to do both simultaneously. Hallelujah. Those areas that you can function Thank in. You, His grace Thank is sufficient you, for you. And His grace Thank is also sufficient you, for you concerning this pregnancy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I don't know if it's you, Sister Adela, or somebody else, but there's a, somebody's right here with that's kind of little right side of the head, little numb, and it's a little ringing in the right ear. The Lord Jesus touches you and heals you. Blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus. We praise your holy name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We love you, Lord. We praise your holy name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Kindly be seated, please. Please be seated. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise your holy name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm just going to share some things from my heart. I believe that it's just been placed there from God's heart. As I was just resting and waiting on the Lord, just uh, certain things started coming up. And uh, I don't have my Bible here, but I'm going to be quoting some scriptures that you're familiar with. In John chapter 16, verse 13 Jesus said, when the Holy Spirit comes, He will take of me and He will show them to you. He will not speak on His own, but He will take from me and show them to you. And He will show you things to come ahead of time. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He will lead you. He will guide you. Praise God. What the Lord laid upon my heart to share with you is certain aspects of the leadership of the Holy Spirit and uh, how that relates to our prayer life. And particularly praying in tongues. And uh, for that I just want to, I'll be rattling off several scriptures. So if you want to make a note of it, you're welcome to. Uh, we won't have time to open it up and read up on uh, all those scriptures. But I will quote that to you. In Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 11, it says this. For he has made all things beautiful in his time. Now we're familiar with that old song. He, in his time he makes all things beautiful. And uh, but... You know, that's where that scripture is. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 11. That God makes everything beautiful in His time. And uh, But you know, the same verse also says, God has placed a world on the inside of them. And because of that, they don't, they're frustrated because they don't know what part of the world in them that God is at work. And there's frustration. Because we come to church, we come for fellowship, we come for prayer, we feel the presence of God. We see the operation of the Holy Spirit. But then when we're on our own, we lose the sense of God's presence. And we just wonder, where did He go? That's because you may look like a simple person, but there's a complex universe on the inside of you. The God has placed a world on the inside of you. 
You've got the world of the imaginations, the world of the emotions, the world of the reasonings, the world of the memory, your personal world, how you relate to people at home, at church, in society, and so on. But also in your world on the inside of you, you don't know what's in there. Because as we grow up as children, there are many hurts in our life, many disappointments, many tragic things that take place in our lives. All the good, bad and ugly experiences of our lives, we just push it down, push it down, push it down, particularly painful things. So there's things that happen in many people's lives, whether it's a childhood molestation, a verbal, physical, emotional, social abuse and all those kinds of things. And there's many things that happen in our life, or just the heartbreak of growing up in a family where the, you know, the, the, the parents get divorced and things like that. Many, many things happen and we push it, push it, push it. So you don't know what's on the world that's on the inside of you. You don't know that uh, there's possibly handles that the devil's got in the world on the inside of you. You don't know where the spiritual blindness there. You don't know about the weaknesses there. You don't know about the strongholds of the enemy. You don't know about areas of ignorance that the devil's taking advantage of. You may not even know where there's sin that already is there in the world on the inside of you. So there's all kinds of things. So when it says He makes everything beautiful in His time, and He says that He's placed a world on the inside of us, and that's why we don't know what part of the world God's at work in us, and that's why we get frustrated. Also to Proverbs chapter 20 and verse 27, it says that the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. The spirit of man is a candle of the Lord that searches every part of the belly or every part of the being or every part of the world that's on the inside of us. Your human spirit is a scanner. Your human spirit is a searcher. God has created the human spirit with the ability to scan. Scan right throughout the world that's on the inside of you. It is a searcher. So your human spirit is a searcher. It can search throughout the belly, throughout the inner world, throughout the world that's on the inside of you. So your human spirit is a scanner. Also in Psalm 77 and verse 6, David says, When I'm overwhelmed with trouble, I lay down on my bed, I meditate on the Lord, and my spirit makes a diligent search. Your human spirit is a searcher. God created your human spirit to be a scanner, to be a searcher. So that's the second place where it says your human spirit can be a searcher. So your human spirit is created by God to be a searcher and a scanner that can scan and search throughout the world that's on the inside of you. Now fast forward to 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 2 gives us the definition of speaking in tongues. 1 Corinthians 14 verse 2 says, He that speaks in an unknown tongue does not speak to men, but he speaks to God, howbeit he speaks in the Spirit, and he speaks divine secrets or divine mysteries, praise God. So when you pray in an unknown tongue, it is your spirit that is the searcher, the scanner. It is your scanner, the searcher that's praying in tongues. And your, your spirit is speaking to God, not speaking to man. And you're speaking in the spirit and you're speaking secrets or mysteries. The same chapter, 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 14 says, Paul says, when I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit is praying. Notice he didn't say the Holy Spirit is praying. He says, when I speak in an unknown tongue, my spirit prays, but my mind is unfruitful. Now the Amplified gives it very beautifully. It says this, when I, Paul says, when I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit, by the Holy Spirit, prays. Hallelujah. In other words, the source of tongues comes from the Holy Spirit. 
but the Holy Spirit dumps those tongues into our spirit, and so that's why we can pray in tongues at will. So when I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prays, Paul says, but my mind or my understanding is unfruitful. I like to amplify it, when I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit, by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. The tongues comes from the source of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit uses those tongues and pours it into our spirit, and our spirit brings it out when we pray in tongues. Now, the, the Holy Spirit and the human spirit are quite uh, similar. You know, the, Jesus said in John chapter 3, 3 to 5, you know, that which is of the flesh is flesh, that which is of the spirit is spirit. So, when you got born again, your born again human spirit was given birth to by the Holy Spirit. So, for the lack of a better term, you know, your born again human spirit and the Holy Spirit, they're so similar, it's almost like two peas in a pod. You know, you don't know where one starts, the other one ends. That's the reason why 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 17 says, He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with Him. Praise God. Hallelujah. He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with Him. That's the reason why the Holy Spirit can use the tongues, pour it into our spirit, and our spirit, the scanner, the searcher, can bring it out. Same thing, Acts chapter 2 verse 4. Uh, there were the 120 people, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they began to speak with tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Praise God. So the utterance came from the Holy Spirit, but they began to speak in tongues because the Holy Spirit working in conjunction with our spirit because he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. So the Holy Spirit has a source of tongues that pours into our inner man, our spirit man, and our scanner, our human spirit, picks that up and begins to pray in tongues. Praise God. So he that speaks in an unknown tongue does not speak to man. He speaks to God. He speaks in the spirit and he speaks divine secrets. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, uh, you know, in uh, Proverbs chapter 20 and verse 5 says, that counsel or wisdom of God in the heart of man is like deep water, but a man of understanding brings it out. The picture is, inside of us is like a well in the well. For example, in Colossians chapter 2 and verse 3, it says that in Christ are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Are you in Christ? Is Christ in you? Therefore, in you, because of Him, in you are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. So, the, the, the counsel of God, the wisdom of God in a man is like a deep well. You know, but a man of understanding knows how to get a bucket and dip it into those wells of wisdom and knowledge and bring it out. So that's Proverbs 20 verse 5. Counsel in the heart of man is like deep water, but a man of understanding knows how to bring it out. Also in Proverbs 18 and verse 4, it says that the words of a man's mouth are like deep waters. And counsel is like a flowing brook. Evidently the words of your mouth have something to do with pulling that wisdom out. And that's what we're talking about. Praying in tongues, words of a man's mouth, is the bucket that we let down to dip into the wells of the hidden treasures of wisdom and all. So the more you pray in tongues, the more you're letting down the bucket that you can dip deep inside and bring that treasures, hidden treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, uh, the Holy Spirit. Now, the Spirit of man is a candle of the Lord. We read that or we quoted that in Proverbs 20, 27. Let's use this hand as, a, as an illustration. Let's say my palm represents my mind. 
And did you notice that my mind is connected by five, a five-pronged channel, five channels. What do these five fingers represent? They represent five physical senses. What I can see, what I can taste, what I can smell, hear and feel. These five physical senses bring information or knowledge to my mind. That's called sense knowledge. Alright? But did you notice there's one big channel at the bottom, my wrist, connected to the mind also at the bottom. This represent, the, my wrist represents the human spirit. And it's one big channel. So, uh, when, when I begin to pray in an, in an unknown tongue, the Holy Spirit, you ignites through tongues, ignites my human spirit, which is what? A candle of the Lord. So the Holy Spirit lights the candle of our human spirit when we pray in tongues, and it picks it up, and the more we pray in tongues, we, the Holy Spirit then takes the candle of our human spirit, and goes into the dark places of the world that's on the inside of us, and as long as we're praying in tongues, the Holy Spirit, using our inner man as a scanner, as a searcher, searches throughout the uh, entire world on the inside of us. Because you don't know what's on the inside of you. You don't know what parts, uh, or what, uh, what uh, you know, uh, what things are there in the world on the inside of you. You don't know what areas there's weaknesses in. It's a matter of time. The devil can topple you down. You don't know what areas of the, uh, of the world that's on the inside of you. There's pain, there's grief, there's access to the devil, there's sin, there's blindness, there's ignorance, there's all kinds of things over there. Things that have been pushed down, pushed down, pushed down, that you may not even know consciously, but the enemy knows how to press some buttons, access those areas, and try to sabotage your life. So you don't know what's on the inside of you. So when you begin to give yourself to praying in tongues, the Holy Spirit lights the candle of our human spirit and begin to search every part of our being. So the scanner, the human spirit, the searcher, is, is lit up by the Holy Ghost uh, when we pray in tongues, and then he begins to take us throughout the whole thing. That's the reason why. Now you can understand Romans chapter 8, 26 to 28. You know, when we don't know how to pray because of our weaknesses or limitations, the Holy Spirit will help us. And Romans 8 verse 27 says, He that searches the hearts. Now wait a minute, who is that? That's not the Holy Spirit. He that searches the hearts is your scanner, is your searcher, it's the human spirit. He that searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Holy Spirit is, praise God. Hallelujah. And he begins to pray according to the will of God. And because of that, we know that all things will work together for, good, for the good of those that love God, who are called according to His purpose. In other words, God can take all the good, bad, and ugly experiences of our life, and by giving ourselves to praying in tongues, praying in tongues, the Holy Spirit will ignite the, the, the searcher, the, the candle of the human spirit, uh, and begin to go throughout the world on the inside of us. And picked up a lot, picks up a lot of things over there, the mess over there, the ignorance there, the sin over there, the weakness there, the strongholds, the access of the devil. And the Holy Spirit will begin to pick those things up and independent of your mind, and as you pray in tongues, the Holy Spirit is communicating to God the Father and literally interceding for you. Praise God. That's the reason why after a period of time when you pray in tongues, one, two, three, four, five hours, six hours, whatever, you'll feel lighter on the inside of you. Suddenly the burdens that you carry is not there anymore. Suddenly the confusion that you uh, and the challenges you face is not there anymore. Somehow you have a deep assurance, I don't know how I'm going to come out of this mess, but I just sense God's going to make a way. Praise God. So the Holy Spirit will begin to pray through us, through tongues, uh, by lighting the candle of the human spirit, and begins to, and in the process, but when the Holy Spirit takes uh, a lot of our strongholds and through tongues it can put to death the deeds of the flesh, it can put to death things that need to be put to death in our lives. Praise God. 
The Bible says, walk in the spirit and you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. There's a lot of Christians today that are trying so hard to stop things of the flesh, hoping that they'll get into the spirit. You cannot do that. It's just the opposite way. You cannot put the cart before the horse. You know, he didn't say, you know, just uh, quit uh, swing, quit sinning and quit uh, walking in the flesh and then you'll get into the spirit, you know. No, it's the other way. Walk in the spirit. The Bible says, Romans 8 also, the mind that is set on the flesh is death. The mind that is set on the spirit is life and peace. I mean, let's put it this way, you know. Uh, let's say Brother Vance, right? Vance? Uh, let's say Brother Vance. Uh, Brother Vance, you know, I'm sincerely asking you, please stop thinking about a pink elephant. And I really am so concerned about Vance, and I want all of us to really make it upon a daily prayer that Brother Vance stops thinking about a pink elephant. And Brother Vance, you know, we've all discussed together, we prayed about it, we still have this burden in our heart. Brother Vance, we really sincerely think that you should stop thinking about a pink elephant. Now what did I do? I forced him to think about a pink elephant. That's the way it is when, when it comes to sin in our lives. We try so hard to overcome it. We got that very problem. Well, our pink elephants might be different. I remember uh, many years ago, uh, a gentleman came to see me, a Christian man that loves the Lord, but he was struggling. And he was addicted to pornography and lustful habits and all that. And he came up for prayer. And he said, brother, I'm ashamed to tell you, but I've fasted, I've prayed, I've read Christian books to overcome this thing, but I've got no victory. I'm addicted to pornography and lustful habits and all that. And uh, I said, uh, uh, he said, I'm ashamed of it, I love the Lord, but it grieves me, and I'm trying to find help. And uh, so I was just waiting on the Lord to see how I'm going to respond to this thing. And then I looked at him and I said, brother, just look at me. He looked at me and I said, uh, Brother, I just want you to know that you're not ever going to be delivered from this problem. And he said, what did you say? I said, I want you to know that you're not ever going to be delivered from this problem. And he started crying and shaking. He said, Pastor, I came to you for help. Why are you hurting me like this? Why are you saying that? And I said to him one more time, I said, Brother, I just want you to know you're not ever going to be delivered from this problem. And then I said, I want you to open up. And I had him read Colossians chapter 1 and verse 13. Colossians chapter 1 verse 13, it says that when Jesus went to the cross, He hath, past tense, He hath delivered us from the authority of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of God's dear Son. I said, brother, according to that scripture, you're not ever going to be delivered from that problem because when He went to the cross, He nailed it and you have been, past tense, you've been delivered from the authority of darkness. You know, the Bible says in Psalm 119 and verse 130, the entrance of God's word brings light. Light came, revelation came, truth came and suddenly began to understand, my God, that's what He did for me at the cross. I couldn't save myself. I couldn't help myself. I needed a Savior like this. And when that light came and the truth came, praise God, that I at the cross, the, there was a finished work of Christ, praise God. And uh, then I said, lift your hands up, brother. Why don't you lift your hands up? And tears was going down his face. I said, why don't you begin to thank the Lord that you're not ever going to be delivered from this problem because according to Colossians 1.13, you've already been delivered from the authority of darkness. And with this newfound truth and revelation, he lifted up his hands crying as he did, you know, and said, thank you, Lord. Then I said, Satan and every demon controlling this uh, addictions over his mind and body, I bind you and I rebuke you from his life in the name of Jesus. A week later, he came to see me, and he was shining. His face was shining with the glory of God. He said, "Brother, I never imagined that I would ever get set free, but I have been free." Praise God. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Did you like today's message by Dr. Augie David on certain aspects 
of the Holy Spirit relating to our prayer life. Now, tomorrow we're going to continue with this message, and I want you to make sure you tune in tomorrow. My phone number at World Ministries International is 360-629-5248. I hope you're enjoying my warning radio program each and every day. I'll tell you very honestly, this has been a horrible year with giving. 2022, we are not having enough people send in donations, and we live by your donations. We live by faith, what comes in the mail. Because I have not been speaking very much this year in churches. And so uh, we depend on your support. We have not had enough come in to pay our monthly bills each month. We can't go on like this forever, so please be faithful. You could write a check to P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. Again, make your check out to WMI and send it to P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. Once again, WMI, P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. Or my website, www.worldministries.org. We'll continue tomorrow. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.